Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Life's 3x5s. I'm Liz Wilder. And I'm Tim Larson. Liz, it is so nice to run into you accidentally here at the Hoffman House. Yeah, Isn't this right. such a coincidence? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> yeah. Partner, are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go eat. Let's go have Moscato. They served us quite the little snacky sherry oh, thing. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. The food here, if you've not been to, well, first of all, let's just say the Hoffman House. It's a Hoffman House Supper Club since 1958. It is just the best. Their little saying is, serving the highest quality food in a warm, friendly manner at a fair price. And trust me, it is. Well, it was a fair price because it was free for us today. Well, shh, quiet. Shh, I know. <laughs> they served up uh, little pretzel bites in uh, cheese dip. We ended up doing popcorn shrimp, a little quesadilla, um, ta- uh, tater tots, and uh, oh. what was your thing off to the side Spinach with spinach artichoke dip? There you go with bread. You know, we ended up sharing that, and uh, the staff here is just fantastic. And we've come here, oh geez, I'm a Rockford native, so I think we've come here since I was ten years old, something <laughs> like that. You know, it's that place where you go when you've got anniversaries or birthdays or holidays or. Now, for me, that's this is where you come when you come to watch the Super Bowl, when you got big games, because yes. we're over there at the bar area, or if you want the great big salad bar mm-hmm. or the prime rib. And their salad bar is still the size of Rhode Island. Oh, you it's do, huge. You do realize that. Huge. Yeah. Um, Everything for, in it. First of all, uh, we've got our Moscato, and I, I want to do a little toast. Woo-hoo. Now, it's tiny. Okay. It's really tiny, so if you want to add to it, okay. please do so. Okay. Okay, you ready? Okay, go for it. All right. Today is January 5th. Yes. And it's my sister's birthday. Aww. My favorite sister's birthday. Aww. Yeah. I'm not a big birthday person, but... Yeah, but I am. I know, I know. <laughs> and and, and, and she's, she's done a lot in the last year, so here's to Tam. Happy birthday, Tam. Mm -hmm. Well, then I've got a little Irish toast for her. I think you'll like this. Tam, here's your birthday Irish toast. May you live to be a hundred years with one extra year to repent. (laughs) Isn't that pretty cool? So you just have all the fun you want, girlfriend. Go for it. So how that list trickles down is entirely up to you. Have you ever run into somebody in such an odd place and it wasn't like... You looked across the room for 20 minutes and you go, you know, that person looks familiar. I've done that a hundred times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm talking about where they walk by a doorway. You know the hallway that's outside the bar here? Yes, yes. Years ago, I was in the bar, Mm -hmm. happened to be looking out the doorway, and this guy walked down the hall. So you get to see one second of him. Okay. Literally, one second. He was heading towards the bathroom. And I looked at Sandy and I said, Sandy, oh, my God. I've got to chase this guy down. I think that was Mark Larson. And she says, who? I go, the guy that used to work at WROK. He was the reason that I got into radio. She Get goes, out of here. She goes, you're nuts. I said, well, he's a Rockford native. It's the holidays. He could be home for something. Come on. She goes, all right, go ahead. So I did. I stalked his ass, <laughs> waited for him to come out of the bathroom, and it was him. 
And he remembered my name. Of course, there's been all kinds of Larson's work at WROK. And we had the nicest visit, and he was back for some kind of a West High School reunion thing. Oh, how funny. And it started that connection over again. Now, keep in mind, this is one second. I happened to be looking up, and he happened to walk by. See, you were supposed to. It's, it it yes. was kismet, if you call it, or fate, yes, or exactly. something. He, you were on the same wavelength. So all those balls started over again. And now I listen to him at least once a week on KFMB in San Diego on iHeartRadio. Oh my gosh, how yeah, cool. Because I, I had lost track of him now until I that actually, time. I have to tell you, I actually thought you were going to tell me the story of, oh, what's Calissa Hot Flock, what's her... <laughs> Shoot. Careful, because you're going to really mess up that yeah, name. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Calista, Calissa Flockhart's <laughs> husband. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yes. And did I say her name? Was it Calissa? Well, we have a niece that's Calista and Calissa. So I, am, I never get it right. I'm not going to help you with this oh, at you all. Just, I'm gonna, just let me flounder. Because I'm going to screw up her name. <laughs> I'm going to say a really, really bad word. You know I am. Well, don't say it. I, but I thought your story was going to be about Harrison Ford instead of Mark. I do have a Harrison Ford story. Tell me. I've got two Harrison Ford stories. Ooh. Yes. We went to a Boy Scout camp up in uh, Napawan... Uh, Wisconsin, okay. and, it, and it was 101. I kid you not. Serious? It was so insanely hot. But we couldn't do fires because it's oh, 101. It's you can't sleep. You, you can't yeah. really do your skits. I mean, everything is uncomfortable. Yeah. So the Thursday night, I guess whatever it is, is the fancy dinner, oh. and they take us down to this dining hall, okay. and there are all these... Uh, canoe oars or boat oars hanging way up in the rafters and they've all got signatures on them hmm. well the one that they're proud of is 1957 because Harry Ford was on staff at that Boy Scout camp Harry Ford Harrison Harry Ford. Ford yes yes isn't that hilarious oh my god yes the other Harrison Ford story I have is we ended up taking a a back deck and we ended up uh, uh, sort of closing it into a three-season room. Okay. Oh, yeah, at your house. Yes. 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 So this guy came over, and, of course, he's building this thing by himself. Mm. It's not a crew. I couldn't believe it. So about halfway through, mm. you know, he's still there sometimes when we get back from work, and sometimes he's not. So I says, hey, do you want a beer? And he goes, yeah, you know what? I remember the last time somebody I did a job for offered me a beer in Wyoming. Oh, he goes, he go, yeah, he goes, I will not tell you the story. I'll bring you pictures and I'll tell you the story tomorrow. I go, okay. I didn't think anything more about it. Okay. So he came back. He had this big album and he flips through and he says, I did a job in Georgia for Jimmy Carter. Whoa. And he flips through the pictures more and he goes, I did a job wherever for Jane Fonda. Whoa. Oh, whoa. And he goes, -na -na -na. And he flips through these pictures and he goes, this is the one I was telling you about yesterday. It looked like a barn, mm -hmm. but it was a barn size woodworking shop. Mm -hmm. And oh. he said every day, without fail, every day, this guy that hired us to do it, of course it was a crew, because mm -hmm. it was such a big job, mm -hmm. uh, would always bring out beer and we would close out the day just sitting around talking. And it was Harrison Ford. Get out of here, serious. Yes. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Now was that when he was married? To Callista Flockhart? Yes, 
did it right. I was trying to. He, he did it. He fell for it. I was going to try to. You were. Yeah. You were sort of leading me I over the hole, weren't you? Over that. Yep. Good. Yeah. Was he married then? Do you know? I, I think he was. That's cool. Did you yeah. ever see her? Did he ever see her? Uh, no, not that he told me about. Okay. Yeah, not that he told me about. I just wondered. So you never know. You that's never cool. know what conversations will start up, and that's one of those things where you you know if you sit down, you sort of. Uh, lead people down this path, you have no idea where it's going to go. So it's sort of cool. Uh, speaking of conversations, we never know where ours are going to go, but we always know how they're going to start <laughs> with a three by five card. Lay one on me. So we've got, okay, so well, let me just tell you real quick if you have an, a question or a comment or even a couple of words, you can stick it on a three by five card and let us know, or you can let us know by our website. Yes, just go to the contact tab. And you'll be able to fill out anything and send it to us and contribute any way you want to. If you've got a location suggestion, mm -hmm. throw anything at us. Right. You know. And our website is lifes3by5.com. Right. No apostrophes, no, no apostrophe. punctuation. Right. Yep. Three by fives with an S. Yes. Yeah. Three by fives. <laughs> I said that, right? With an S? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Callista Flockhart. Thank you. That's what's in my brain. <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's a question that I've gotten from my friend Tim. Is it a compliment or an insult to be compared to someone, such as, you sound like so-and-so? Oh, I would think nine times out of ten, it's a compliment. Okay. Uh, you can tell by the frown on their face whether it's good or bad. Right. Yeah. Or if you don't don't see them, if you hear them on a voice, yeah. like on a phone or something. Yeah. I think nine times out of ten, it's a compliment. Mm -hmm. Do you find yourself grabbing mannerisms from people? Did you go, holy crap, that reminded me of the ex-boyfriend I had 30 years ago. No, usually it's my mom. Like, this is my mom's finger when I'm pointing. Yeah, but it's a mannerism. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Or wow. we do this with your middle finger and you're rubbing your, see, you know, rubbing the, the top part of your lip. Because that's what my mom would do. Oh, yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. You just never know. So it's the ponder finger. It's the pondering <laughs> look. Did she just kind of just do like that? Like, or, you know, when you're in trouble and you point that pointer finger at somebody, that's right. my mom's. Like, oh, my God, that's my mom's hand. Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. I, I see a lot of those mannerisms and, and voice a little bit, but not, not like it's the whole voice that reminds me of my grandfather Larson. But it's little snippets. Yes. And I was going, man, you sounded just like him. And it won't be his brother. It won't be anybody that's, you know, like one notch away. They don't hear it. Oh, wow. But, but you absolutely heard it in that instance for that particular person. I think it's a compliment. Uh, good, because I do, I do too. I have to tell you, I was, when I was on the radio, obviously, we had Delilah on mm -hmm. night times. Yeah. And there were a number of times people would say, Liz, you just remind me of Delilah. Not that I sound like, but you remind me. And then my friend Greg Dent said to me, you sound like my sister. I said, who's that? Because I didn't know who she was. No. And it's Lisa Dent. No. And I love Lisa Dent, who, by the way, is now on WGN 2 to 6 p.m. Yes, she just started her afternoon drive shift a couple days ago as we started the brand new year. We have known her since our WZOK and WROK well, days. You, you did. I only, well, I knew of her. I didn't really meet her until... Just a couple of years ago, actually. Oh my, really? Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you, I followed her through Greg because you know Greg kind of introduced me. But when they, when when Greg's wife passed, who I dearly loved, Denise, I saw Lisa there and I met her. Ah, that was the first time gotcha. that I met her. And then you had the radio station tie because she recognized uh, yes, your name. Yes. Well, actually, Greg is the one that introduced me and said, "This is so and so," okay. and then we knew, and okay. you know how that all story goes. Well, she is also married to 
someone that my little sister Jennifer and Jim know. There's a bowl so of spaghetti. So there's another one. Yeah, wow. I cannot go any farther than that. Well, you know Lisa when doesn't. you know when she was at ZOK, she played rock and roll. Oh yeah. And when she went away, and you know you start to work your way up radio stations. Right. I want to say it was Dallas, San Diego, Seattle played nothing but country, and she was part of a morning team. Mm-hmm. Well, for two, mm-hmm. I think it was consecutive years, for two consecutive years, she was voted radio announcer for a large market of the year from Country Music Association. Blows me away, and I love yes. it. I'm like, ooh, I know her. Oh, so I then know she her. came back She's to so chi- cool. She came back to Chicago, country radio station. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen. They sell the station, they change the format, and everybody gets fired. Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden, she starts cropping up, filling in for WGN people, and she's killing it. I know, she's awesome. And she is now doing Afternoon Drive on Chicago's WGN. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. It's really cool. And, And it's so nice to keep in touch with these people. Because you sort of get a little bit more behind the scenes of how they got there. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. sort of neat, too. It's like our friend Lisa Feelings, who, who is oh, on. very yeah. good example. Yeah. Yes. Lisa was at the uh, newsroom. It's a, it's a story about Lisa's today. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, we didn't think we were going to have a theme. Uh, she was in the news department at WROK, and then she mm-hmm. went over to TV23. And oh, now right. she's on WBBM. Yes, and she is the, she's the top-rated afternoon person in the city of Chicago. She's just awesome. Yeah. They're all so much fun. Yeah. I think she's in Florida right now as we speak. She she's hates a to travel. she <laughs> hates to travel. She never goes anywhere. Right? You know she started a podcast too? Oh yes. Yes, I haven't Did heard it yet. It? I have not l- had the chance to listen. It is called Backstage Chicago and she has a theater background much like you do. And that was her sort of niche to grab onto. And, of course, you know, you've got so many theaters in Chicago, Mm -hmm, like New mm -hmm, York City. mm -hmm. And so that's her niche. And to give you the behind the scenes on what's going on in theater. And I think she's like four episodes in, maybe, something like that. Oh, good. I'll get to check it out. Yeah. So it's pretty fresh. Awesome. It's pretty fresh. That's awesome. Hey, speaking of podcasts, our podcast is number 10 today. We are in double digits, Tim. Yes, our 10th episode. How cool is that? We had about 200 people listen, 200 unique people listen to our podcast in just the first two days. And thank you, thank you, thank you. We also had a person in India (gasps) and a person in Indonesia. Oh, wow. So out of 1.6 billion people, we got two. Hey, so, spread the word. Yeah, we'll, spread we'll take the word. Three or four. So but you, thank you for listening. Yes, it's I, and we really hope you enjoy. You know, you don't know if they listen to the first one or the ninth one. You don't know mm-hmm. if they listen to two or three. But just thanks for listening. It's it's really a fun thing to be able to have not geographical limits that mm-hmm. it can be anywhere. So if you know somewhere, know somebody in France or Sweden <laughs> or Alaska, you know, share share our link with them and, and see if they'll pop up. Well, on. you know, you've been to Alaska, so you obviously know people there. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. cousin right now is living in England. I'm hoping that she'll be able to check that out. Well, do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell them about that. Uh, well, she already knows. Hey, when you were talking about the bar, mm-hmm. uh, uh, having the... Attached all, here all, to Hoffman House. Yeah, yeah, all the sports stuff right. with the scoreboard bar and grill. The scoreboard is what it's called. I spent the evening, the night that the Chicago Cubs won the World Series. Get out of here, really? No. Was it crazy here? It was crazy, oh. and it was just the weirdest night. Because you know when you start out with a group of six people, yep. for anything, yep. doesn't matter. Right. And then everybody invites these people, and everybody invites these people. And then you find out that day that there's like 14 or 15 people coming. 
And you go, oh, more the merrier. Bring them on, whoever they are. It doesn't really matter. So we're getting down to the rain delay, the 17-minute rain delay. We've got 15 people at this table. Half of them, I don't know. And it doesn't matter. We're having fun. All right. So the rain delay comes, and everybody goes home. except Yes, except me and this other guy. I don't know who he is. And it's just us. And we're going, are you kidding me? Well, of course, the game finishes, and I call it my one-night sports stand. Okay. Because this guy was 6'6". Six, six. <laughs> I never saw him again, so that's why it's a one-night stand. Oh, gotcha. And he hugged me from behind and would not let me go. And he was crying, and I'm going, Aww. oh, my God. Oh, my God, this is this is cool, but yet so weird. Aww. And we were hooping it up with everybody and singing, you know, Go Cubs Go. Yes, and, yes, yes, oh, yes. It was, it was crazy. But for 13 people vanishing wow, in, that's that, nuts. in that rain delay. I don't know how you could. We were glued. We were at home, but we were glued to the tube. And I'll tell you, every time something happened, I'd be like, oh, oh I know. You know, I got to go. I got to oh, oh, come back. I was in the kitchen. Come back and yeah. look. Go back and come back yeah. and look. I they, couldn't get, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't go away too far because it would just reel me right back in. Now, are you a Cubs fan or were you uh, you are? Oh, good for you. I'm a Cubs fan. Um, growing up in Hannibal, we had St. Louis Cardinal fans. So I knew of Cardinals, but I also knew of the Cubs. But yours truly was born in Chicago, mm-hmm. very close to the Cub field. Mm-hmm. So Cubby Blue in my blood. Yeah. And my husband will tell you, I do have to put an asterisk and say, well, she is a Cubs fan. She doesn't know who all the players are. She never did know who all those other players are. It doesn't matter what team it is. So and that's you, kind of the way it is. So you go by color. I Yeah, I guess I go by color. If it's uh, you blue, know, it's funny. I like them. They're Cubs. They're Cubs. I like the Cubs. Now, I couldn't tell you who the individual players are now. Everybody's changed oh, now, you know. Everything. I knew who the yeah. Super Bowl players, or Super Bowl, listen to me, who the, the big wigs were way back when. Oh, you, you mean like Ernie Banks, Ron yeah. Sano, those guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. and actually, my, my son Gabe got to meet Ron Santo. It was kind of cool. Nice. Oh, I'm so envious. But anyway, you know, I know who those are, but now they're all gone. They're all traded they're or all scattered. Or I don't know who they something. are. I don't even know where they are. You know, I played baseball with the Chicago Cubs for one week. You did? I had a contract with them in Mesa, Arizona for one week. Do you oh, believe that? fun. Well, yeah. I believe anything you say. Are you kidding? <laughs> normally, wow. normally that, he that pulls is. my leg, but <laughs> during no. these things, he tells me the truth. No, I did uh, Cubs Fantasy Camp in 2013. It's two weeks before spring training starts. Oh, wow. And Randy Huntley, who was the catcher way back in the 60s and 70s, Uh, started this fantasy camp. He was the first one to start a fantasy camp of any sort with any sport. Oh, wow. That's cool. So it's been going on for a very, very long time. And when you buy into this, you get their uniforms home and away. So you're actually wearing their uniforms? Oh, I need to send you pictures. Oh, you need to put a picture on our website. Jody Davis and Jose Cardinal were my coaches. We played against teams that were coached by Fergie Jenkins and Glenn Beckert and all those guys. So I'm thinking as we're and we're, we're, we're using their facilities. So oh, it's fun. exactly like spring training only two weeks prior. Oh, and fun. of course, I, I'm a rookie. I didn't know. But I really thought that when we got to the clubhouse, there would be the 18 former players uh-huh. and then all what they call campers, which is us. Okay. And there were 66 of us. Okay. 
when we opened up those doors to the locker room, there were our uniforms with our names on our back, just like theirs, and right next to me was Fergie Jenkins, and on the other side of me was Keith Moreland, and then across from me was Jose Cardinal or Rick Russell. Yes. So how Every, many people were in there? <clears throat> 66. So Glenn Beckert was one of my guys. Oh my gosh. And, you know, this was in the, in the early to mid-70s when I was maybe, I don't know, 11 or 12 years old. And, you know, it's Ernie Banks and Glenn Beckert and Don Kessinger and Ron Sano and Billy what? Williams and Fergie and Billy Randy Williams. and all those guys. Yeah. So we're sitting there uh, as all of us are flying in from all over the country. Uh, I told him, you know, all the, the uh, stories. We're all sharing stories of when we were kids and stuff like that. And I remember going to Wrigley Field for the first time, and I was shocked about the color of Wrigley Field because I had only seen the ball games on black and white TV. Oh, It yes. was actually screaming green. It yes. was so weird. So I was telling these guys, I said, you know, one of my favorite players is, is Glenn Beckert. I really hope Glenn Beckert shows up because he was aging, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're going, yeah, 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 yeah. The one I really want to see is so on and so forth. And, you know, we were sharing stories. Well, the next morning when we got up for breakfast before we went to the clubhouse, this guy taps me on the shoulder and he goes, is his seat taken? And I turn around and it's Glenn Becker. <gasps> and I almost peed myself. <laughs> oh, my golly. So we went to the clubhouse. We got our uniforms. We played a game that day. And I told you had breakfast with him? Yes, yes. And it gets better because later on that afternoon, I took a shower with him. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay, up close and personal. Yeah, along with, you know, 15 other guys. Right, right, right. One of the wow. most enjoyable vacations I've ever had, and I say this because when you're focused on something else, as we were, and you're in the groove of what they had going, I completely turned off work. And as a company owner, I didn't normally did do that. I would right. check in with the office and stuff like that. No, not this week. This consumed it you. Was, it was un. Plugged. You guys figure it out because I'm on the field. That is so amazing, it Tim. It was an incredible experience, and we still keep in touch with the people. You know, COVID sort of screwed up their normal fantasy camps, but uh -huh. oh my God, what an experience. If you had the chance to go back again, would you? Oh, oh absolutely. You would? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. cool. For when, when, when I ended up hitting, we, play, we played Fergie Jenkins' team on a Wednesday night. Oh my gosh. And it was raining. I mean, it never rains in Mesa, Arizona, for crying out loud. So, you know, it was a little on the hinky side with how they were handling it. And I hit a double. <gasps> and so, uh, you know, I got on second base and, you know, the other guy uh, grounded out or something. And I'm running back to the dugout past Fergie Jenkins. And he goes, nice hit, buddy. And I says, hey, Fergie, by the way, my sister is here. I'd like for you to meet her after the game. And he goes, I like sisters. <laughs> And I go, I go, no, not that way. And he goes, well, you don't know that. <laughs> so, so we ended up, you know, getting together, and they were so accommodating with pictures and fixing us dinner. And it was, oh, it was, it was. They really, really know how to do it well. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Well, my only brush with fame like that, other than, you know, being secondhand with with my son Gabe and and uh, Ron Santo, is with Billy Williams. Oh, when I was working at. WZOK, mm -hmm. the Rockford Expos was sure. then the local, back, the local, yeah, it was a local baseball team here, and he was out there, and we got to throw the pitch out or whatever. Well, I have never in my life thrown <gasps> a baseball. Have you since? 
No, not since Aww. not since Billy Williams showed me how to throw the baseball, and that's about it. So that was my <laughs> one and only claim to fame was throwing the baseball. People show me how to throw the baseball. Billy Williams showed me that one, and Dan Marino. <gasps> Dan Marino? Showed me how to throw a football. Where was <gasps> that all about? That was in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <gasps> Heartthrob, heartthrob. I yeah. just saw him. He's got piercing blue eyes. I know. <clears throat> I know. And yeah. they are dreamy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> boy. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. Oh. So, so you didn't, I mean, what was the deal, what was the deal with Buffalo? They don't throw out first pitches no, like baseball. No, because Buffalo Bills. No, yeah, no, no. but what do they, what do they do? Because they did, they did a deal, you know, I have to go back and figure out what the name of it was, but they had all the bills there and they had some of the big wigs there. It was for charity. And oh. you're throwing a football to see how far you can throw the football. And now if I you gotcha. get so far, you get yeah. uh, such and such a prize or whatever. Oh, I'd never thrown a football in my life. Come on. <laughs> and your hands are so big. Oh, you yeah, know, right? yeah. I didn't even know how to hold the damn thing. Let me tell you. But he's like, no, nope, you got to do this. So I'm throwing it. with. And I had long nails at that point in time. I don't have long oh, nails no. now, but I had nails. So I'm like, oh, okay. No. Yeah. Woo. Oh, yay raw you know there we go Woohoo, dan can i have your autograph you know yeah that's all i'm like you oh wanted. that's all i wanted he is just he was just handsome that's cool but we, yeah that was fun that was we, fun we had a lot of really cool opportunities in radio but i think that set the case for us looking for opportunities after we get out of the radio yes. it's like it doesn't limit us right and lots of times where you're saying well sometimes it's money you know if you yeah. just buy into it right. you can do it but other times it's just asking the most they're going to say is no right Correct. And sometimes they do say no. Well, and when they do, you're like, are you sure? <laughs> serious? Are you serious? I ask. I keep asking. I just so keep can asking. I, so can I ask this a different way? So would your answer be different? You can I, how about another question? Can I ask you another question? <laughs> I'm not typically a news reporter, but can I ask this <laughs> another ask way? Question? Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, that's just, that's just the way it is. Oh, hey, I've got a three by five for you. Oh, good. Okay. okay. What is your most memorable encounter mm. With wildlife. With wildlife? Yes. Uh, I've got a lot of memorable ones, but my most recent was having deer almost eat out of my hand in northern Wisconsin. Okay. Um, I have had an albino boa constrictor. You have? I have had it on me. But I will tell you the funny, you know, wildlife in a cage, wildlife at a zoo. <laughs> that doesn't count. I know, okay, so this is kind of funny, wildlife in a zoo. When I was uh, in my 20s, uh, my dad lived down in Dunedin, Florida, and there is a zoo there. Well, mm -hmm. I took my boyfriend at the time with me to the zoo, and this monkey was goofy. He's monkey, you know, yeah. in a cage. Yeah. And you're giving him peanuts or whatever, tossing him. He gets mad for some reason, and he starts throwing Pardon my language. He's throwing shit everywhere. Yeah, literally. Guess who got literal shit all over her? Yeah. Wasn't it a glass cage? Uh, no. Oh. Florida. Was uh, it a little bitty monkey? No, it wasn't a spider monkey. It was a big monkey. Oh, you okay. know what? Spider monkey. My my grandma had a spider monkey. As a pet? As a pet for a while. Uh -huh. We had neighbors that had one, and yeah. it would it would dangle on the gutters. Yeah, and everything. It was it weird. Was, yeah. Anyway, but no, yeah. this was a bigger one. Trust me, it was a bigger one. Wow. Yeah, in my hair, and my clothes. Wow. It was just gross. Hard to recover from that one. It was, yeah. Wow. I think my two wildlife things, uh, one was in Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. You know where you're hiking and you just sort of go around the bend type of thing? You don't mm -hmm. know what's around the bend. Right. You just sort of follow the path or follow the river or whatever. You are constantly looking over your shoulder, though. You are. Yes, I am, with good reason. 
So I get around the corner here and it opens up. You know, we come out of the trees and it opens up into this great big pasture. Mm. And here is a grizzly bear <gasps> and a bison just sort of trying to tell each other whose pasture it is. Oh. And they they were far enough away from each other where it was uncomfortable, but yet they would kick dirt at each other and sort of charge and then back up. They never really struck each other, but you knew they were wanting one of them to give up and head oh. to the woods. So we just kept to the tree line and just sort of watched them. And they were, they were teenagers, you know, oh. but it was sort of weird. You know, you're used to seeing elk go head to head or yes, caribou yes. or something like that. But for a grizzly and a bison, mm. and then there's no bison herd. You know, mm. grizzlies are typically by themselves, right. but there's no bison herd. It's like, why is this guy by himself? Well, he must have been kicked out of the pack or something. Well, and he herd. did not look healthy. He looked oh. a little on the skinny side. Okay. My other one was, we were in Yellowstone. And again, you're following this creek, and all of a sudden, here's this gigantic moose. And you know, their shoulders are taller than I am, and I'm 6'2". Oh, yeah. So you know their racks and their head and everything else is so much bigger than that. So here's this mother moose and her calf. And we're oh. going, oh crap, oh Because you're crap. not supposed to get close no, to them, right? No, no, they're very territorial. And moose will tear you up quicker than grizzlies in most really? cases. Yeah. Well, thank goodness the creek separated us, so she didn't feel threatened. Now, if that creek had not been there and we'd been that close, it would not have been nice. You wouldn't be here. Well, I don't know, because, <laughs> you know, lots wow. of times they get startled. You oh, know, right, it's not right, that right. you're threatening them. Right. It's you didn't expect them and they didn't expect you. Mm. And then you got this little bitty one. And that one doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> and then they sort of have to take over. Oh, oh I'll tell you. But. We just sort of froze. We got next to trees, mm -hmm. so they would think that we're part of the trees. Mm -hmm. And then we just took some pictures, and she didn't really care because of the creek being in there. And then we wow. wandered off. Well, that reminds me of two different things. One, the bison. Mm -hmm. When we were in Sturgis, we went to um, Custer State Park, oh, and yeah. they have a big herd yes. of bison that mm -hmm. roam the place freely. And mm -hmm. you can find some of them sometimes there, and, and they go right across the roads. It's their place. Mm -hmm. We're on a motorcycle, and my <laughs> husband and I are driving up this hill. There are bison on either side of us, and I'm thinking, oh, God. Oh, stay there. Just stay there. Oh, God. Because they are so close, and I see one right in the middle of the road up ahead of us, and I'm filming it. My husband is still going the same speed. And I'm thinking, oh, oh shit, what and happens now? He's not going to move. It's not moving. It's not moving. And we're still going. And they're 2,000 well, pounds. Oh, they are big. Yeah. They are big. So even if they're clumsy, they <gasps> could kill you. Yeah. If they lost their footing, they mm -hmm. could on a motorcycle. Well, so we ended up, that he ended up moving to the side of the road, which is a good thing because as I'm <laughs> passing by and looking, I'm going, oh, but there was a mama and a baby there, very close to the road, a number of little babies. And they yeah. were... They're very protective. They were they eyeing you that you do not, you just keep going. You yeah. just keep going. Okay. We had a red fox in our backyard. And it's probably, Tim, how far is from here to that table? How far is that? Would well, you say approximately? I don't know, 20 feet. 20 feet, 20, 30 feet. Yeah. Um, I'm in my backyard. My dog is out and let the dog out to go to the bathroom. And it's, mind you, it is snowing. It's cold. It's winter time. Mm -hmm. And this fox comes from my right, because I'm facing, we live by the river, so mm -hmm. I'm facing the river, comes from my right. Uh, I can't really see it because the way our back deck is, we have a, a, a Dro wall. Sort of a drop-off. Yeah, kind of a drop-off type thing. 
Mm-hmm. So it came from the right, and it stopped right on the downhill steps, on the downhill driveway steps. My dog is not very far away, maybe another 10, 20 feet away, and the fox stops. I look at the fox. The dog looks at the fox. <laughs> the fox looks at the dog. Next thing I know, the fox takes off. My dog takes off. I am oh. in pajamas. <laughs> And I am what time yelling of the day? for you. Oh, like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, Katie, Katie, Katie. You know, get over here, get over here. She is hauling ass after him. Yes. She's like not very, she's 10, 15 yards behind him. And it. was he one of those fox it was that a, it floated? Was, oh, it seemed like it. Yeah, the way they, Just kind of, yeah. the way they, they, they yeah, ran. Yeah, they don't gallop. They just sort oh, of float. Oh, they just kind of go. It was beautiful, yeah. but I'm freaking out going, okay, now. And, and I had just gotten her. We haven't had her very long. So oh, I'm no. thinking, yeah. she doesn't know. She doesn't know anything. She'll you know, end up in the she's river. She's going to end up way far away. So I'm thinking, okay, great. My husband's at work. I'm already here. I got to get, I got to get clothes on. I got to get the car. I got to figure out where she is. <laughs> Next thing I know, she's at the back door. So she chased that, that fox oh. five houses down and came back. And then gave up. And then gave up. Good for her. So I was like, holy smokes, but a fox wow. in my yard. You know, wow. that close. I'd never been that close to a fox. You it was want beautiful. A, you want a weird segue from wildlife <laughs> to we lost Betty White last week. Oh, hey. Yeah. Somebody sent me a card. Uh, I got to find it so I can cross it off since we're going to talk about Betty White. Do you know about Alan Ludden being her husband? Yes. Did yes. you remember watching Password? Yes. I loved yes, Password. Yes, I love Password. Yeah. Yes. They had the greatest celebrities on that game show. Alan was just one of the classics. And he wasn't one of those guys where it's like, hey, you know, like you sound like a game show host. Yeah, right. He no, was he's just normal. He was just your regular guy. Yeah. And for her to be on the hit show, Mary Tyler Moore, Hot in Cleveland, um, uh, she not only had her own TV shows, but she had a variety show. She did. Yes. yes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But what was the one? Why am I not thinking of this? Between Mary Tyler Moore and Golden Hot Girls? And Golden Girls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's okay, honey. I and know how I, old you are. I know. I sort of, <laughs> sort of lose it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, the Golden Girls. Can you imagine? Somebody sent me a meme on Facebook that said, Imagine the reunion now, and it had all four of the oh, Golden Girls together. Wow. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I saw this thing. You know, everybody's playing tributes to Betty White. Yes. And I saw this episode. I think it was hot in Cleveland where they had Rona and um, Cloris Leachman. And I can't remember the real naive dippy gal. Oh, she's the blonde. Yes. Yeah, she's always talking yeah. like this. She's yeah. really high. I can't I remember her, her name. name. But I know. But, I see her face. But yeah. everybody at the table had died. Oh, wow. Yes. And they were all from the Mary Tyler Moore show. And this, this executive mu- movie producer, who was clearly clueless, was coming in. And, of course, everybody wanted to audition. And Betty says, well, why don't you take a look at the people that are around this table? And he goes, no, I don't feel it. And he left the room. Oh. <laughs> really? They've already proved themselves. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. She, anyway, yeah. The, the jump to Betty White was she was a huge animal activist. Yes. Yes, she was. Yes. And yes, to the very end. Yes. And they were saying how much she um, had donated left and right mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. All the time. And she loved the touch and feel. Yep. She wanted to be with giraffes and monkeys and elephants and everything else. You know, oh, she was. Be so much fun. You know, she was born in Oak Park, Illinois. Yes, I did know and that. And when she moved out to California, she was eight years old and was on a radio program. So she was in the business of entertainment of, to one degree or the other. She didn't have uh, life with Elizabeth until 1952. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Oh, really? Way back. And she wrote it too. She oh, wrote wow. and starred in it. But for her to be 
on a radio program at the age of eight. I mean, yeah. she was in the industry for 90 years. Yeah. It's, it's just insane. And super smart. I mean, it takes a smart person to be able to play a dumb person. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does. Really, truly, it does. Because you can't. You can't even have that twinkle. I'm sorry. You... Can I add that to my resume right now? Yeah. <laughs> it takes a smart person to be a dumb person. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Super. It's, it's amazing. I have to go back to the animal story. I was reading all about her, again, all the tributes. And when she lost her last dog, mm-hmm. her uh, agent, who was a very good friend of hers, said, Betty, are you going to get another one? And she says, no, because they will outlive me. Yeah. I'd rather just come and pet them. Yeah. So she would go and just hang with the animals instead. Yeah. Believe it or not, you know what she wanted to do if she could not be in the entertainment business. A forest ranger. Really? She yes. would have been a forest ranger? That's what she said. Wow. Yeah. And they say, of course, they are, you know, they're asking all these questions. And, you know, I liked her in her TV shows. Yeah. But I respected her when she was a guest on somebody. Yes. Because it's unscripted and she's so quick. Yes. And, of course, she says, you know, what do you attribute being a comedian for so long and so much variety and so on? And she says, don't take yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. don't. Just wing it. Just keep going. You know, if anybody laid a softball to her, oh, she would hit it out of the park every time. Exactly. So what's, you know, I remember reading something else that said, so, Betty, what's the secret to long life? Don't eat anything green. Ha, ha, ha. No, wrong. Meaning the stuff that's been left in the refrigerator for a long time? Oh, I didn't think about that. No, just green, you know, green leafy vegetables. Like they always say, green leafy vegetables and stuff like that. Yeah, what an awesome gal. Oh, she was so And just 17 days short of her 100th birthday. But, you know, they're still going to be doing a documentary on her in the middle part of January. Oh. On television on her birthday. So I don't know what channel. I'm not quite sure about that. Oh, it'll be the History Channel. Oh, stop that. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be out and about and everybody will be able to see it. But Betty White, what an icon wow. and what a class act. And you know, when you drive around and you see the passing of somebody mm-hmm. on billboards. Yes, that's amazing. Yes, you think about that with yeah. everybody that has influenced so many people, not necessarily in a personal way, but just, you know, celebrities tend to get the attention, mm-hmm. but not like her. Yeah. Holy and crap. Wasn't Alan, I, I believe she is going to be buried also in Wisconsin, is it? Min- Minot or Managua? Min- no, Minot or oh, I, don't know. I forgot the name of the place where somewhere in Wisconsin, the same place that her husband is buried. Oh, that's where she's going to be. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Guess what? I could teach you something today. <laughs> See, school is never out. You learn something all the time. And that's what we try as, to do. As she drinks more of her Moscato. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, when we were talking about our, uh, our website being up, because this, our 10th episode, is the first episode that we've done since we've launched January 1. We're in double digits. Yeah, we had a we had a bunch of episodes and and when we launched January 1, they all went on at once. There is a portion on there where it just says episodes where you can see the photos that we take of where we've been. So you can see the visual of where we've been, whether it be the airport or the, you know, the festival of lights or wherever. We will share, obviously, a lot of stuff about ourselves. That's sort of the name of the game. But there is an About tab. So if you'd like to sort of know our past and how we are together, that will sort of give you a hint in the radio careers. And then we also have a tip jar. Oh, which is kind of cool. And I'm like, oh, well, all right. You know, but why do you give tips? You give tips for service, for good service, right? Mm-hmm. Also to help them stay around. You know, if there's, if there's like a piano player or... 
a special waiter or, or waitress that you love, you want them to stay there so that when you come back, they're there. So yes. you give them a good tip. Yeah. And we would appreciate a tip from you yeah. if you feel up to it. Yeah, we've tied in with a, um, a company called Buy Me a Coffee. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, yeah, it will cost you the cup of a coffee to contribute and uh, cumulative it will sort of help us out and keep this thing afloat because it's not free <laughs> yeah i know they're little things that that add up you know administrative stuff which you always think of you never think about that yeah. in the beginning but yeah it's there but while you're on the website check out also our resources and our oh, i forgot what they call that other tab the resources and the uh, recommended recommended recommendations yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that type thing plus we call it flip side just like a record you know what we do now you're seeing but on the other side that you don't see are some of the other things for me it's my audiobooks and the mm-hmm. wow broadcasting and mm-hmm. for tim it's his books it's his photography it's mm-hmm. all kinds of good stuff that yeah. you can check it out yeah so we don't just do a podcast although if we did that would be enough for me. That would yeah. be fun enough. But we're also doing a book, too. We are. We're da, co-authoring da. a book. Wow. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> I think um, our Moscato is about done. Yeah, which means yeah. we have to say bye-bye for now, but we will be back. So until next time, I'm Liz Wilder. And I'm Tim Larson. And this is Life's 3 by 5 We'll see you. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.